Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting, incredible, amazing, stupendous Real Film Nerds Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Matt Hinshaw. You can follow me everywhere at Hinshaw Photo or at Real Film Nerds everywhere because I run both the social medias when I feel like it. With me, as always, my good buddy, my brother from the East Coast, Mysterious Mike. Hey, everyone. So, Mike, do you know that I prayed every night that he would escape? Why the hell did you do that? So I can kill him. Ah. All right. So, for those of you who did not recognize that quote, it is in the trailer... Today, Mysterious Mike and I will be discussing the 2018 version of Halloween, and we're also going to throw in some little bit of the 1978 version of Halloween, because we both watched both of them this week, Uh, the original one, before we went and saw the new one in the theater, so we'll just, you know, try and play it by ear and not get too crazy, but... uh, Let's try and do uh, reels for both of them. How does that sound, Mike? Yeah, that sounds great. All right. So while we're at it, let's just, you know, we're mostly talking about the 2018 one because this is not a legacy cast. This is a regular cast. So, Mike, go ahead. Give us the rundown of Halloween 2018. All right. Halloween 2018 was directed by David Gordon Green, written by David Gordon Green, Danny McBride, uh, Jeff... Fredley, John, uh, based on uh, John Carpenter's characters and Deborah Hill characters. Uh, it's starring Jamie Lee Curtis, Judy Greer, Andy Matichik. Matichik, I probably screwed that up. Yeah, no, that sounds right. It looks, it looks like it's like Matai Chak or something. Yeah, uh, James Jude Court. Uh, yep, yeah. and uh, this movie. Is, a, is once again about Laurie Strode comes to her final confrontation with Michael Myers, the masked figure who has haunted her since she narrowly escaped his killing spree on Halloween night four decades ago. But is it really going to be her final confrontation with Michael Myers? Oh, spoiler alert. No. Oh, c- c- come on. It, it won't be. They Yeah, dude, you know they're going to make sequels for this. I mean, this is almost kind of a reboot to, of the the original, and they're like, here's Michael Myers for the year 2018 and on. Yeah, uh, it's it, it made a bunch of money. Uh, looks like they're estimating it made $77.5 million, which is almost as good as Venom. So- now, that is just, I was looking at the numbers too, that is just the U.S., for the worldwide opening weekend, they've made ninety-two. Yeah, so that's that's a they they knocked it out of the park. I mean, this movie, I think its production was like ten million or maybe even less. It was pretty cheap to make this movie. Of course, horror movies usually are. Yeah, they it was a they've made a pile of cash already. So, all right. Well, I am going to go first. I did not think this movie was anything special. I know you're going to argue with me about that because we already discussed it a little bit, but I enjoyed it, but I still like the original Halloween from 78 better. 
I felt it was scarier. I thought that this one was more of a modern day slasher than it was a horror film. It it was scary. It had elements that were scary, but for the most part, you know, I would say it's not it's not a horror movie. It's more of a slasher to me. I don't know. I, I'm trying not. I'm trying to elude about it and not like ruin anything. If that makes sense. Yeah, that, it's, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I do think people should probably go see this in the theaters, especially if they're a fan of Halloween series and if they're a fan of Michael Myers. I definitely think it's well worth a watch in the theaters. But again, I don't want to be a crotchety old bastard, but I still think I enjoyed the 78 more. I thought it was scary. I, I really liked it. Um, like you had said er- earlier, uh, I watched the first one, the 1978 version of uh, Halloween, and then I watched this movie almost back to back. Watched it in the morning and then went and watched the movie in the afternoon at the theater, the newest one, the 2018. Yeah, mine, I uh, waited a, a day or two to watch the original, so I, I didn't have quite the effect that you did, but I, I did get to watch it, So and that was nice. Yeah. And uh, I like this movie. Um, I think the reason that I really like this movie was it was interesting to see how they were going to do uh, Laura Strobe's character, played by uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, as kind of this this victim and kind of how she's been all these years. And pretty much she's... That, that, that day that happened in 1978, which is supposed to be in real time, so basically 40 years ago, had ruined her life and has affected every decision that she's made since. And you can see how it's made her her family relationship very rocky and how she went pretty crazy uh, doing some things to prepare for maybe another coming of Michael Myers. And uh, I liked I liked that aspect. I liked some of the, uh, the throwback, even shots that were done in this movie uh, to the original. It wasn't too, like, copying. Like, it was kind of just like a, like, I, I don't know, like a... It was just, just enough. It wasn't too much. Uh, the thing in this movie that I thought was a little strange was the absolute gore violence that they had in there. I'm like, whoa. Right, right. That's what I was saying. It's a, it's not really a scary horror movie. It's more of a slasher. It's like just full on just murderizing people. Well, I, I, I thought they did a pretty good job at keeping a, some of the same kind of first personary shots well not first person but like you know where he's in the like left or the right corner and you can kind of see over his shoulder i like that because that was a lot like the first one well and that's one of the things i really enjoyed from the first one was the more first person view the more of this creepy dude just sinisterly watching these other people and i honestly felt like there wasn't enough of that in the new one yeah i think they had some of it but you're right. It, sometimes it seemed to go pretty quick to the murdering and the slashing, I guess, for some of the characters. Well, and the other thing about the murdering and the slashing where 
I, I was going to probably get into this in the spoilery part, but I'll get into it a little bit here. It felt like a lot of the murders had no motivation behind them. They were just, oh, okay, let's kill this person. Oh, look, there's another person. Let's kill that person. Now, the original 1978 did have a little bit of that, but for the most part, it really felt like Michael Myers had a motivation had a reason why he was trying to kill these particular people. Now, you do get that in this one as well, but really not till he starts hunting down uh, Laurie Strode, Jamie Lee Curtis's character. Yeah, I guess I wonder about there's... Well, I don't want to give away anything too much, but uh, Matt, did you enjoy the part with the podcasters? I mean, we're podcasters. Yeah, that was interesting. (laughs) Yeah, that was quite interesting, especially them. I think that was like... I'll say, again, I'm going to try not to spoil it because we're not at that point quite yet. The first half of this movie, I enjoyed. The second half, I enjoyed, but not like the first half. I enjoyed the podcasters. I enjoyed what they were trying to do. I don't know if I agreed with them being podcasters because typically a podcaster, unless they are nationally known, probably would not get access to something like that. A dead serious. They... They would not. I mean, I worked for the newspaper here, and I had a very difficult time just even getting into our county jail to take pictures of an empty jail cell talking about how they were closing one of the jails. I mean, I had a difficult time doing that. And this is a hardcore, high-security mental institution, and they're allowed to walk right up to the guy? Yeah, I guess... I guess you have to do a little bit of, I believe, you know, a little bit of ho- yeah. Hollywood stuff there. But you, you're right. Uh, like, But uh, I yeah. loved that part. I thought that part was so smart. It was great. And the reason why I'm opening it up a little bit is because you see that in the trailer. Okay. So All right. All right. Well, Mike, do you want to get into it so we can spoil it? Because, you know, it's a difficult time talking about a Halloween movie without spoiling it. Um, let's... Let's just do this. Mike, do you think people should go see Halloween in the theaters? Yes. I think if you like the 1978 version, I think you would like this version. I feel like it, it it's a better story than the last five or so Halloween movies. And uh, it, it's kind of cool to see that continuation. I know it's been 40 years. It's hard to believe that like a geriatric Michael Myers is going to go take out everyone. But it was good. I liked it. Well, and especially since the geriatric Michael Myers clearly isn't that geriatric. He's pretty much a badass in this film. And that really helps add to it. But again, remember, it's a horror movie. So if we go the go with the horror movie tropes, he's going to basically almost be at the level of, say, a superhero or a supervillain or whatever. He's going to have a hell of a lot more strength than... A normal person ever would and that's just a horror trope so yeah yeah i i did like how he was he was able to be hurt he was hurt in the original and he was shot six times but he still got up and disappeared oh spoiler on the original but if you haven't seen the original if you haven't seen the original by now i mean shit that was before either of us were born so (laughs) yeah i mean like we said it's been 40 years yeah (laughs) But I, I agree with you, Mike. I, I think people should go see it in the in the theaters. If you're not into horror movies, 
If you're not into Michael Myers, I'd say it's not worth your time because you probably won't get a whole lot of it. It's not groundbreaking in any real shape. I mean, it's fun. It's fascinating. It's entertaining. But I had problems with it. And we'll get into those in the spoiler area. But overall, if you like horror movies, yeah, it's well worth the price of admission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think if you like the Halloween franchise or, or Michael Myers and that stuff, you'll you'll like this movie and you should see it in theaters. If you like horror movies, you'll probably like this, and even if you've never seen it. But yeah, if you don't like horror movies or stuff, I guess you just you should stay home. Yeah, you'll definitely enjoy it if it's entertaining. Like like Mike and I always talk about, I'm not a huge horror movie buff. I don't hate horror movies. I do enjoy them, but I'm not a super huge fan. And if I wasn't doing this podcast, I still would have gone and watched it. Because it's, I mean, how can you not? It's Michael Myers, you know, and Jamie Lee Curtis is back. I, like you, the biggest draw for me, I wanted to see how they were going to have Jamie Lee Curtis's character be. And I think they succeeded greatly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Matt, are you going to ask me about how this relates to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I, I was just going to. That's where I was going to roll into, and you got into it. So that's nice. So, so Mike, how does Halloween 2018 relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Uh, well, this 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 one wasn't too hard. Uh, Judy Greer, uh, who is Karen, uh, J- Jamie or um, Laura Strobe's daughter in, in the story, is also Maggie uh, Lang uh, on Ant Man. Nice. I'm sure there was probably more references to that too, but than just her. But I I know I I'm pretty sure she's probably the biggest out of all of them. Yeah, like I said, uh, my I usually just go for the first uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe tie-in. Uh, there could be quite a few, but I usually don't have enough time to go look for them. Oh, you have tons of time in the world. What are you talking about, Mike? No, no, time is very limited for me. All right, so with our MCU out of the way, our non-spoilery discussion out of the way, I think we'll just go and spoil the hell out of Halloween. So if you do not want to know how Michael Myers doesn't die again, uh, go ahead and, uh, you know, flip, flip this guy off and uh, take a look at our reels at the end or read, read it on our website or whatever. So, uh, Mike, I know you love this movie, so go ahead, get us started. Okay. Um, so I thought this movie was just um, really cool. Like, I guess I can see what you're saying, Matt, where the first half is really good. Cause I thought they yeah. did do a good job of putting it together with the, the podcasters and kind of stuff. But then it starts to get a little, I don't know. Uh, like I feel like they start getting gory and stuff. I guess once Michael Myers escapes again from uh transfer, things get, I don't know, somewhat weird. It's kind of cool, some of the stuff, but like the the gas station scene, I was just thinking about that, and I'm not sure why. I thought the gas station scene was just ridiculous. Yeah, like like, like so if from, he if he was normal Michael Myers, he would just grab the thing and left. Like he wouldn't have done right. all that stuff. 
Exactly. He would have had no point in killing everyone that worked at the gas station and then waiting and purposely hunting down the podcasters. I understand if maybe he would have been hiding around and came out and and killed the podcasters like how he did at some point, maybe even at the gas station. That makes sense because they did come. He did see them. He did feel their presence, things like that at the sanitarium. But to just blatantly have him execute all these Oh, there's what three or four guys at the gas station? Yeah, at least. Yeah, before he uh, even kills like, the two podcasters, uh, a mechanic and the cashier, and then I think the podcasters. So I think like four people. I think maybe maybe more. I don't know. I, that's how many I got. But the I would have thought he he would have if he saw the the podcasters, which he would have because it's Mike Myers. Um, he would have just gone and grabbed his mask if he wanted that and. And left. Been on his yeah. way. Unless they but, were like blocking it, you know? Like then he'd be like, well, you gotta die. But. Yeah, because he didn't have a personal vendetta against them at all. They didn't do anything other than try and talk to him. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I could see how that was a little ridiculous. I didn't think about that at the time, but I did like some of the ways that some of the shots were set up when he's walking around and stuff. Like, I mean, Michael Myers didn't kill kids in this, and he didn't kill the baby, which was good. It's not true. He killed kids, but he didn't kill the baby. He killed teenagers. Well, teenagers. Difference. They're still kids. All right. All right. I guess so. But yeah, it definitely, that's one thing that's actually interesting is that it does show you that Mike, Michael Myers does have um, a moral code at some level where he did not kill a defenseless infant. But again, you know, before he kills the infant, he kills some random lady in a kitchen. Right. Why? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. No. Like, what, kinda, what, what is the I motivation kinda, for that? I don't know. Right. I kind of understand, like the teenagers and things like that when they're running around and hanging out with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's, you know, granddaughter. But again, he was locked up in a sanitarium. He does not know what Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter looks like or Jamie Lee Curtis's granddaughter looks like, and he's clearly seeking both of them out trying to kill them and he has no idea what they look like and i didn't like that i thought that was a little bit too much of a stretch man all right yeah you did really rip this movie apart i guess i was well, just in I'm a good mood not yeah to. I, was, I guess i was just in a good mood when i watched it um but i i, well, I so was i i enjoyed it i saw it opening night on thursday i i liked I like some of the shots where they're following him kind of first person and you kind of see him looking in through windows and stuff. That seemed very Michael Myers, you know, just kind oh, of a yeah, creeper. Definitely. You know, like. Definitely. Like um, the uh, teenage sex thing still made it in there, which I was like, uh, okay. Like, you know, with the, the, the two characters that were kind of almost getting it on or whatever and. Are you talking about the, uh, oh, the babysitter? Yeah. Like, that was straight up a callback to the original. Like, that whole scene where he comes in and, you know, the funny little black kid that's sitting there, you know, freaking out, and he actually is in his closet and stuff. That whole thing was clearly a callback to the original. Yeah, I think it was a callback. And then even, like, because there's, there's a part where um, the officer finds a body and it has the the sheet over it with two holes in it and that's kind of like the original there he he came in with the sheet and two holes right. yeah like there's i guess there's a lot of those things in there but 
Yeah, there's lots of shout outs to the original, which is good. You know, it's fun. It adds to it. It, it if you're a hardcore Halloween fan, you you pick up on those things as you're watching it. Yeah. So I I I, I like that stuff, but like. I did like that he was injurable and like you saw him get injured. Like there's a part where, you know, his fingers get mutilated oh, and, yeah. and like there's I, I like that that stuff kind of like you could see stuff happening to him and like he wasn't now. I mean, he's still somewhat supernatural in his like nonstop, you know, coming at you for a guy who never runs. He's always there kind of thing. But um I still like that you kind of got injured and stuff. So I felt like they did a lot of things right. But there were some stuff that was kind of weird. I can start tearing it apart. There's one scene, other than what I've already brought up before, that was the worst scene I've ever seen, especially for a Halloween movie or just a such a big name movie, I guess you would say, is the scene with the two cops talking about a fucking sandwich yeah are you kidding me <laughs> are you kidding me you wasted five minutes of the movie of two characters that are inconsequential to the movie as a whole talking about a sandwich like it wasn't even funny it just was dumb uh i also thought some of the violence like the uber violence i i don't think it was necessary like i don't know like there's a part where, well, I mean, I guess, guess we're already giving away stuff. Uh, where? Oh yeah, dude, we've been in spoilers for a while. Yeah, where, where you been? Where, where the head explodes and you're like, Whoa, oh god, what? that was so dumb. Why? What is what? What? What the heck, man? Yeah, he stepped on a dude's head and it exploded like you know a zit. I was like, seriously, come on, heads don't do that. Yeah, that was ridiculous. No, that so like like that scene, I was like, what? Well, uh, and that's one of the things about the original one versus this one is the original when he slaughters people, there's a bit of gore, but for the most part, it's fairly toned down and realistic. Like when he stabs someone, they don't spray like ten gallons of blood all over the place. It's more realistic. Yeah, and that's one of the things that made the original great. Because it was. It it was very possible, you know what I mean? It's like it seemed like this really could happen. This one really seems just kind of out there. Yeah, so kind of to sidetrack you, Matt. Um, uh oh. This this movie had uh, John Carpenter uh, to do the music again, like he did on the nineteen seventy eight. And what did yeah. you think of that? Like I kind of liked it. There was like it was. Oh, I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it really went along with it well. So that was cool, and it was definitely noticeable. It wasn't it's just the same. It's definitely one of the highlights of the film. I agree with that. I agree with that for sure. But um, I don't want to backtrack, but I'm going to backtrack a little bit because I didn't want to interrupt you. But the first half of the film I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed them being at the uh, sanitarium. I enjoyed the doctor and his explaining. It was very reminiscent of the original doctor from 1978. Um, I wasn't a super huge fan of the twist uh, with him where he's like, he decides to randomly kill someone. I, I figured they would have done something where he would have been, oh, well, I helped Michael Myers escape and 
flip the bus and all that stuff. And I thought they were going to go something more than that route. Then he just decided he wanted to see what it feels like to kill someone. But whatever. It was an interesting little side side story bit in this film. Um, but basically, I think the film up to the point of the gas station where he just kills random people was my favorite part of the film. I liked seeing Jamie Lee Curtis being this frantic, crazy lady who's training how to shoot guns, who you see her daughter getting taken away from her, you know, stuff like that. You see her in her house. You see her talking with the podcasters. I really liked a lot of that character development. I thought it was great. I know some people will probably say it was bad and it's going to slow down the film and all that stuff and why not get to the killing? I think it was very pivotal to build up what happened to Jamie Lee Curtis's character. Because if you throw all the other movies out the door and just have the original one, she's this scared, frantic teenager in the original. And now she's this ultra badass, almost, um, uh, character like, uh, in Terminator two, uh, Sarah Connor. Oh yeah, dude. I was just thinking that was very similar to, to Sarah Connor's kind of in Terminator one. She's this, frail uh you know waitress and you know you know worried about life but different but in terminator 2 she's like this uber like been practicing uh you know martial arts and shooting and all kinds of like she's changed her whole life yeah it's very very parallel to the terminator which i i do enjoy I, I like that. I think that's an interesting way. And then how the the uh, psychologist guy uh, explains the different ways that a victim in that situation would have gone. And I thought that was very helpful for the plot and the story and character building as well. I, I enjoyed that. Like I said, Mike, I, I didn't hate this movie. There's just things that I didn't get. Like, um, I know this is a little nitpicky. But when she's using her firearms, she explains, which I thought was great, that she loves revolvers because revolvers never jam, which is true. You have one round, one chamber, one pull, and it flips to the next one. You know, that's fantastic. But why the hell is is she running through a tight quartered house carrying a lever action rifle? From basically the late 1800s. That's what cowboys would use. Those freaking things jammed a lot. Yeah. She wouldn't I'm have not, done that. I'm not that, sure. That was a hole. Yeah. And so I, I would have I would have been like, okay, have a submachine gun, have an AR-15. I understand why they probably didn't want to use an AR-15 because all the controversy surrounding that. But if it's truly someone like this character, that's what they would have probably had in real life would have been an AR-15 or some other submachine gun, or hell, the shotgun. The shotgun, again, would have been fantastic because that's what shotguns are perfect for is home defense. Yeah. Because you can move them around, and they scatter and spread and do a lot of damage in a small area. Yeah, and she did have the shotgun for a little bit, but then she used it once, and then it was gone. So Right. Right. It made, again, this is just me being nitpicky, because I pay attention to those things a little bit more than the average person, but I would have rather seen her with the shotgun and then be like, Oh crap. Now she's out of rounds and then she has to pick up the lever action or she has to use a revolver or something, but I'm just getting super nitpicky. Yeah. Okay. So Matt, 
how many reels do you give 2018 Halloween and how many reels do you give 1978 Halloween? See, I was totally going to do that. This is how scary it is, how alike we are, that I was going to roll into asking you the same question. All right, Mike. So I'm going to start out with number 2018, the sequel of Halloween. They should have just called it Halloween 2018 without just calling it Halloween. They should have just added the year to the title, but whatever. It's going to be confusing for people from here on out. But Halloween 2018, I give it three out of five reels. Okay, solid. I feel that it's entertaining. There's a lot to it. There's things that, I like I pointed out, I really enjoyed. But I still think it's probably just average. Well worth a watch, especially in the theaters if you're a horror movie buff. But if you're not, there's no point. To go and see it at the theaters. You could get it on Redbox. All right. So the 1978 Halloween, the original, which I did rewatch this week, just like you, as we alluded to earlier. It's a classic. It's the introduction of Jamie Lee Curtis. I totally forgot that it was her very first big role, but I'm going to give it four and a half out of five reels. Wow. I just... It's scary. It's yeah, it's was shot in 78, so it's not quite where it is. Jamie Lee Curtis is kind of rough on the acting, but I really liked it. And it was a fantastic origin story that is so good that 40 years later we're they're still doing movies about it. Yeah, that's 100% true, yeah. I mean, how can you not? I mean, it's it's almost at the point of a 5 for me. You know, it really is cuz it's yeah, it's rough, but I mean, it's it's started this whole thing, you know? And Michael Myers is one of the best horror villains, scary monster, boogeyman kind of things ever, in my opinion. Yeah. He's right up he's right up there next to Jason. He's, you know, he's you know, there's the trifecta trifecta, you know, you got Freddy Krueger, you got Jason, and you got Michael Myers. I mean, those three, when you say horror, those are the three names that pop in my head. Yeah. Right off the yeah, bat. Yeah, it's totally true. All right, Mike. So what about you? What do you give Halloween 2018? All right, so I liked 2018 a little bit better than you. So I'm gonna give 2018 three and a half reels. And I do recommend seeing it in the theater if if you like horror movies or if you like the Halloween movies. And uh, it it was I can overlook all the the somewhat nick nitpicky things that Matt saw. I, I guess I I can understand them, but I I really I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. And uh, for- all right, so 1978. Let's hear it. All right, so 1978. Man, that's a great movie. Uh, Michael Carpenter did it for like no budget and it, oh, so good. Uh, I mean, I love how he, he had to do You mean, uh, John Carpenter. Oh yeah. Sorry. John Carpenter, Michael Myers. Don't mean to be nitpicky, (laughs) but you combined Michael Myers and John Carpenter together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. John Carpenter, Michael Myers. Um, he he did so such an awesome job. Um, I love the, the, the soundtrack and. Yeah, so uh, I'm with you. I think it's uh, four and a half reels. It is. It defined the slasher kind of like horror movie. I mean, 
it defined a whole horror generation. Uh, you know, it was amazing. So I really like that. He has a lot of good movies that he, he did. I think he also did Last, Last House on the Left before this one. And that movie's crazy, too. And that was awesome. So... Well, all right, Mike, do you have anything else you want to add for our review of Halloween 2018 and Halloween 1978? No, uh, just uh, thanks, everybody, for listening, and um, I, I hope you're enjoying all these uh, Halloween-type movies. Uh, we've got a few more for you. Now, now, what about Thursday? What's coming up on Thursday? Uh, so we're going to re- uh, review one of my favorite movies, uh, Event Horizon. And it's it's a haunted house movie in space. I mean, how scary does it get? Well, so our Halloween horror fest continues. Yes, yes, it, definitely uh, our harvest Halloween horror fest. Ah, uh, damn it! Did I say Halloween? <laughs> I didn't say harvest, did I? No. See, I did it too. <laughs> it's because we've been saying Halloween for the past thirty-five minutes. <laughs> it's true. It's true. All right, so. Our, our Harvest Horror Fest, episode number four, granted not episode number four overall, but episode number four of the Harvest Horror Fest will be this Thursday, Event Horizon. All right, Mike, I'm good. Go ahead. Close this out. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.